Hey, it's Cast from Cruel Mountain, North Carolina. It's the Billy Joel Show. Hey, Joel, how you doing, buddy? Any better? How to be too? Hey, how about you, Billy? I'm doing great, doing great. Hey, it's nice to be back on the air again and uh, sending out some nice waves to our friends out there. It's beautiful in the mountains right now. Fall oh, is yeah. just here and kind of kind of chilly at times, you know. Starting to get uh, chilly at night, and uh, boy, we had a nice leaf season beautiful leaves beautiful beautiful oh, still nice have colors some. still have some you yeah. know but that always brings up fall halloween halloween yes. the scary time of the year and this tonight is our halloween special folks so uh y'all are in for a real big trick or treat so tonight okay. we're gonna do hey joe i'm sorry joe go ahead continue please yeah okay so tonight we thought for a little treat we would read The Raven to you by Edgar Allan Poe. We're going to do three of us going to read it. And uh, uh, Latisse is going to join us tonight, one of our friends. And uh, Latisse, nice to have you with you. Thanks uh, for coming, you Latisse. With us Thanks tonight. for coming. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Well, okay. great, great. Right. And so you, everybody ready to start reading? Let's go. Okay, here we go. Oh, Halloween. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten love, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, uh, distinctly it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying umber wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I sought it to borrow, from my book Ceres of Sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels named Lenore, needless here for evermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, and nothing more." Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting dreamings, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered and echoed, murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Ah, uh, Latisse, you want to wake up over there? Well, that happened fast. Back into the chamber, turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely, that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what that is 
and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped the stately raven of saintly days of yore. Not the least obsistience made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and the stair dargerum of the continents it wore, though thy crest be shorn and shaven, though I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Platonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer's little meaning, little revelance bore, for we cannot help agreeing that no living being yet ever was blessed with seeing a bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculpture upon his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore? But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul and that one world he did outpour nothing further than he uttered not a feather than he fluttered till i scarcely more than muttered other friends have flown before on the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before then the bird said never Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is only stock in store, caught from some unhappy master who a merciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven, still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of the bird and burst and door. Thereupon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy upon fancying, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fury eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamp-lighted gloated o'er, but whose velvet-valid lining with lamp-light gloating o'er shall she pass, ah, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by a seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled along the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite, and from thy memories of Lenore, 
quaff, oh, quaff this kind of neff, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil. Whatever temper sent, or whether temper tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunted, upon this desert enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, let me tell you truly, I implore. There is, there is balm in Gilead. Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quote the raven, nevermore. Prophet said I, thing of evil. Prophet still, if bird or devil. But that heaven that binds above us, by that God we both adore. Tell the soul with sorrow laden if, within distant a den, it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fame, I shrieked up starting. Get thee back into the tempest of the night's plutonium shore. Leave no black fool as a token of that lie that soul that has spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bus above my door. Take thy beak out of my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never fitting, still is sitting, still is sitting. On the pallid bust of palace, just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming. And the lamplight, yer him streaming, throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Now you've heard the tale of the raven, and if you're confused as I am, never be nevermore. Oh, happy Halloween from the Hey, it's Halloween show from Billy and Joel. Hey, Hey, thank you for joining in. Come on out. Bring your pumpkin.